Welcome to the magical world of fitness witchcraft. I'm your host, Emily Flood, and I created fitness witchcraft specifically to help witches and spiritual women to become mentally and physically healthy after trauma. On this podcast, you can expect to hear things from fitness and nutrition to deity work, channeling, quantum healing, spells, collapsing the timelines, and more because you get to become the person who combines their magic with every single aspect of your life. Hello, 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 my fitness witches, and welcome back to another episode of Witchy Wellness with M. You can probably hear, but I am full of energy this morning because I am so excited for today's podcast, Six Steps to Manifesting on Your Fitness Journey. Okay, so let's just dive right into it. Number one, if you want to manifest on your fitness journey, if you want to add deeper layers to reaching your fitness results, you must lead with the feeling. Okay? So what I mean by this, this is what we call leading with desire on my coaching team. Okay? And it's what I remind my clients of each and every week. And we dive deep in with different exercises to do this. So what I mean by leading with the feeling, bring your fitness goal to mind. Let's say... It's a year or two from now, and you have the results. You might hear Frey in the background with a toy. (laughs) So visualize you having these results. Where are you? What are you doing? What are you wearing? And how does it feel to have these results. What is one word for how you feel having these results? Great. So take that word, take that feeling. Okay. And the next part of step number one to manifesting on your fitness journey. So we have lead with the feeling. And the second part to this is don't wait until you're fit to feel it. So many people get this wrong and they say, I'll feel confident when I lose the weight. I'll feel unstoppable when I can bench press my body weight. I'll feel joy when I can run around after my kids without getting out of breath. And that is why so many people suck at manifesting and reaching their goals. (laughs) Because in a way, when you say, I'll feel confident when I lose the weight, You're also telling your brain that you don't deserve to feel confident until you've lost the weight. Someone who doesn't feel confident yet, how do you think their prospects are for sticking to a fitness journey? Are they going to feel good going into the gym? Are they going to feel good checking in with their coach? No. (laughs) So to manifest on your fitness journey, you must choose to feel that way now. Because... Someone who feels confident is going to take the actions that align with being a confident person. And if you will feel confident when you've reached your fitness goals, that means that for you, a confident person is someone who is fit. So you must choose to feel confident every single day. How, you ask? Hmm, Well, that leads to step number two of the six steps to manifesting on your fitness journey. Number two. You must take action that aligns with your feeling every single day, as many times a day as possible. 
Right now I'm doing a special moon manifestation program with my own mindset coach, Nicole, right now. And she should actually be coming onto this podcast as a guest soon, which I am ecstatic for. And so when I think about reaching my business goals, I feel limitless. Like there's no limits to what programs I can create for people or what I can do. Because I've said this before on here, but my goals include expanding my voice so much that one day I'm leading women's retreats to help women release body shame, shame around food, shame around perfectionism, so that women can choose the fitness journey from a place of love, not shame, not feeling like there's something wrong with their bodies because they want to be strong, because they want to chase after their kids, because they want to run a marathon, okay? I want to speak on stages. I want to publish books about unshaming the fitness industry. I want to coach other coaches on how to do this too. And when I think about that woman, that Emily who has done all of these things, I feel limitless. Like there's nothing I can't do. Like there's no one holding me back from creating the impact on the world I know I am meant to make. But the thing is, guys, if I'm going to be the woman who speaks on stages one day and does all of those things and coaches other coaches, I have to start believing in my own limitlessness now. I have to choose to feel limitless each and every day. I can't wait to do those things. I can't wait to feel limitless until after I do those things. And that is exactly what I have been doing the last week and a half. Because I have a list of actions that help me to feel limitless every single day. So here's my list for feeling limitless. Dancing. Right now, specifically to the greatest showman music. Oh, guys, the other side, this is me, come alive. Oh my gosh, when I listen to those songs, I feel just as limitless as the characters in the movie. And so I'll have dance parties to the greatest showman music. I will listen to the greatest showman music when I'm on walks with Freya. Okay, that's number one. Number two, going to float tanks. That helps me to feel limitless. Go back and listen to the episodes I've done about float tanks and you will know exactly why I feel limitless in them. I feel like a magical witch queen goddess in the float tanks. Like there is nothing I can't do. Limitless. Number three, meditating. Specifically, meditating where I'm visualizing my limitless self, visualizing my future self. And even more specifically, and this one might make you guys laugh, but meditating in the gym. (laughs) Because if you've been following along, you know that the gym has been a place where my voice has felt very disempowered lately, a place where I felt very limited and small. So I kid you not, most days after my workouts, I pick a spot along the wall and I meditate with my noise-canceling headphones and I visualize how my limitless self would act in the gym. And now... I am leaving the gym feeling better than I have probably in years. Years, you guys. Because I am choosing to act as my limitless self by choosing to meditate and empower myself in the gym. Number four, 
of my list of actions. Listening to myself. I will legit listen to these podcasts back at 1.5 or 2 times speed, especially on those mornings where I wake up feeling a little down on myself, where I wake up feeling limited. It's like my past self is giving my future self a pep talk and listening to the power in my voice on these podcasts helps me to believe in myself on the mornings I somehow forget the boss bitch I already am. Okay, so going back and listening to myself helps me to feel limitless. Number five, listening to my own coach's stuff, her podcast, her modules, her replays, all of her stuff helps me to feel limitless. And every single day for the last week and a half, you guys, I have been watching a replay of a mindset coaching call of hers on 1.5 speed to two times speed. Okay, she has years of content in her Facebook groups where she you know, streams the replays, okay? So I have years worth of content to go back and listen to and feel limitless to because her voice, the way that she speaks, helps me to feel limitless. And I'm hoping that you guys listening to me here on this podcast, that helps you to feel limitless too or confident or powerful or whatever your desired feeling is. And so My goal is to surround myself with as much limitless energy as possible. So I am dedicated to being around someone who also has a limitless mindset as much as possible. Because these fitness bros in the gym, they do not have a limitless mindset. They have very limited mindsets, okay? And that's not a bad thing necessarily. That just doesn't serve me if I am trying to be limitless. Okay. Number six of things that help me to feel limitless every day. Writing limitless poetry. This one is fun and easy, and I've been doing it pretty much every single morning because writing a poem, there's something about poetry, you guys, that like evokes emotions deeper where I can write a poem about what being limitless means to me, and then I feel limitless after writing it. And then number seven, the last thing that I can do every single day if I want. I don't do all of these every single day. But the last thing that I can do to feel limitless is celebrating and acknowledging every single micro shift that I have towards being limitless, every single win I have around being limitless and expanding it. And that last point is actually step number three. So we'll get to that in a a moment and I'll explain it a little bit more. But the first thing that I do in the morning, every morning, is I meditate on feeling limitless right now, okay? That is how dedicated I am towards reaching these goals. Because for me, my goals aren't just about me. You guys have heard me on this podcast. My goals are releasing diet culture and helping women to feel, to release shame, not to feel less shame, to release shame around their bodies so that then if they want to go on the fitness journey, it's from desire, not because they feel like they're broken and they need to fix themselves. So for me, the reasons for my goal is so much more than personal. This is my mission, right? So I am waking up and meditating every single day because it's not just about me anymore. This is about all of you guys listening and all the people who haven't yet found my podcast and all of the people out there who need this medicine of unshaming fitness, okay? So I'll meditate and sometimes I'll just listen to music on Insight Timer as I meditate. And last night I opened up my voice memo app on my phone and I made myself a meditation where I am taking myself through what it means to be limitless. 
So I'll do that meditation and then I'll pick one or two other activities from that list to do as my morning ritual. Right now, I'll write a poem or two. I'm probably going to make a poetry account on Instagram for fun at this rate to share them. And sometimes after that, I'll listen to a coaching call from my own coach while I get dressed for the day too, because those activities help me to feel limitless. And I want to start my day off feeling limitless because how we start our day sets the tone for the whole freaking day. And feeling limitless helps me to take actions that align with my limitless self, like launching a new program that starts in a few weeks. And I cannot wait to tell you about it when we get to step five. So when you think about reaching your fitness goals, you guys, what actions can you take that help you to feel that way every single day? Little things like dancing and poetry, maybe listening to this podcast, maybe creating a confident makeup routine, listening to music that helps you to feel powerful. So make your list. And actually, guys, like I would love for you guys to tag me in your list on social media. Maybe dropping a link to this podcast as well, too, to help more people manifest on their fitness journeys, okay? Because the more of us that are doing this, the more that we are changing the world here, okay? Tag me in your list on social media. I want to see it. All right, so step number three to manifesting on your fitness journey, as I just mentioned, it's celebrating every micro shift you have, every win, and expanding it especially since we are talking about leading with the feeling. Celebrate every single moment that you notice yourself feeling confident. Every single moment that you notice yourself taking an action as that confident person you are aiming to be. Because what we focus on grows, right? This is a concept of manifestation. So I'll tell you, last week, After a couple days of choosing to feel limitless and taking my limitless action steps every morning, I had dreams one night where I was being limitless in the motherfucking dream. (laughs) Because when we're asleep, guys, our subconscious is actually at work rewiring our brains, taking in all of the information and all of the thoughts that we have about ourselves and about others and reprogramming our brains like we're a robot. And because I'm currently focused on feeling as limitless as possible throughout the day, filling my mind up with, I am limitless, I am limitless, I am limitless, that when I go to sleep, my subconscious is like reprogramming my robot brain. Okay, today we are 1% more limitless now. So that every time I wake up in the morning, I'm a new person. I'm a new more limitless version of Emily. And I can choose to see those limitless dreams as a sign that it's working, that my brain really is working, that my subconscious really is reprogramming my brain every single night. And another one for the last week, the first thought on my mind as I wake up has been limitless. I kid you not. It's so freaking cool right now. Guys, I don't know about you, but the first thought I'm used to when I wake up is, Ugh, can I just sleep a little longer? Do I have to? Five more minutes. Oh, I don't want to get up. I know these things seem tiny, but actually, if we expand the win, 
which I give my clients a specific journal exercise that I have them do that helps them to expand their wins exponentially and see the impact beyond just, you know, waking up feeling different. But do you see how the first thought on my mind being I'm limitless could cause micro ripples throughout my entire day? Micro ripples that I might not even be aware of. So me having that first thought on my mind of being I'm limitless might seem like a super tiny, small win. But when I take a moment to actually acknowledge it, I'm like, wait, that little tiny win is actually huge and could be affecting my day in so many ways that I'm not aware of. Because what if the first thought on your mind each morning was, I'm confident, I'm powerful, I'm strong, I'm joyous. Can you let yourself imagine how that would change your day? So allow yourself to see each and every win. And so on the scale of bigger wins, last week I thought about how limitless Emily would act in the situation I talked about in the last podcast. How I was feeling like my powerlifting coach didn't care about me when I've had a neck injury. Well, limitless Emily would demand to speak with him. That is what she would do. Well, you guys guess what I did over the weekend. Man, these fitness bros did not know what hit them, I swear. I walked right up to a whole group of people and demanded to know where my coach was because I was his athlete and I had a goddamn neck injury and I needed to talk to him. The whole group fell silent, you guys, and stared at me. And then someone led me straight to my coach. Do you see how that's a win for me being limitless? But even more than that, I acted like my future self and it went well. The situation seems somewhat resolved now, but the more I act like my future self, the more you act like your future self, the faster you will reach your goals. But you won't take action like your future self if you don't feel that way already. Because if I didn't feel limitless, I would have been too scared to go up to a whole group of people like that in the gym. And so by me acknowledging my win, I believe in myself more. I trust myself more. I can give myself a pat on the back and go, damn, Emily, you did this. Maybe we really are limitless now, you know? Maybe we can take more and more limitless actions because this is really working out for us. And I felt so proud of myself. So teach yourself to see wins. Acknowledge them because you acknowledging your wins helps you to believe in yourself more, helps you to trust in yourself more. And that is key for being able to stick to a fitness journey, you guys. I could go on and on about this step exactly. And I actually taught an entire class on this on our group call last week in MacroMind. But we do have to get to the next three steps. So step number four to manifesting on your fitness journey is to learn how to feel all of your feelings. Because step number one, feeling your desired feeling, feeling limitless, feeling confident. Step number one won't work if you are always compartmentalized because emotional bypassing is what happens when you ignore uncomfortable feelings like sadness, anger, fear, etc. It's like that saying, high vibes only or good vibes only. That is emotional bypassing. Well, I guess it's spiritual bypassing because they're making it sound woo. That is ignoring 
shoving down, compartmentalizing the uncomfortable feelings. And that is why if you have tried manifestation, it probably hasn't worked for you before. Because it's toxic positivity to only be happy all the time. It's not possible as humans. As humans, we are meant to experience the breadth of emotions. And our emotions, I know we have been taught, are weaknesses. But guys, that's what the 99% wants you to believe. (laughs) That emotions are a weakness. That's what keeps you in control when you are compartmentalized and stuck in trauma responses. Emotions are our superpowers. Okay. And this has been a concept I've really learned in depth for myself over the last eight months because I thought I was feeling my feelings, you guys, and I was not. So if you think that you are feeling your feelings, (laughs) well, you might not be. But the reason why we don't feel our feelings, why we compartmentalize, is because it does keep us safe. When something scary happens at work, you can't let yourself cry and process that fear right then. Compartmentalization serves us. Except we've been doing it our whole lives and we never uncompartmentalize the stuff. We just shove those uncomfortable feelings in a box and lock it up. Well, the box is close to bursting, okay? And it probably does burst out and it bursts out as emotional eating or self-sabotage in some other way. And what's more... I wouldn't be able to choose to feel limitless. I couldn't choose to feel limitless until I let myself feel the absolute pain, sadness, heartbreak, and anger about feeling like I didn't matter to my coach and my gym friends. I had to process the pain around I don't matter. Because until I did, I don't matter would be following me around like a little Eeyore cloud, especially at the gym. I don't matter to these people. These people don't care about me. Do you see how that would be limiting to someone who is trying to make the impact on the world that I am? Do you see how it would be pretty hard to truly feel limitless if I had that thought in the back of my head? And that is exactly why I combined somatics with my fitness and life coaching. Because we actually need movement to process and release emotions, okay? So I had this pain and sadness stuck, right? I had compartmentalized it. In order to process and release emotions, we need to move. That is what somatics is. So I'm sure if you guys have or you have been around any animals, when you think about a dog, okay, or let's say a gazelle, okay, a dog that, you know, maybe almost got into a fight, right? And they just kind of escaped it. What do they do? They shake, right? You give a dog a bath, they shake. The gazelle escapes the lion, it shakes because it is releasing the adrenaline. It is releasing that rush of emotions because emotions aren't just something esoteric, you guys. Emotions are actually chemicals in our bodies, So doesn't it make sense that we might actually need to move our bodies to release those emotions? It might sound woo, and it does sound woo to a lot of fitness bros out there, but it's actually science because all science was once magic at some point, okay? And so we stopped moving at some point in our lives because society told us to sit down and be still. 
So all of our emotions from our whole lives have been stuck in our bodies because no one actually taught us how to feel our emotions. Because all of our cultures are so against feeling emotions. Our entire society says that emotions are a weakness. So 99% of us don't actually know how to feel our emotions, how to process them. And you guys, every time you get triggered, every time you get reminded of a painful scenario from your past, that is stuck emotion. And until you learn to feel all of your feelings, feeling that sadness just as deeply as the happiness, this process won't work because you won't truly be able to tap into that desired feeling if you have an Eeyore cloud hanging over your head. Okay, And no, it's not pleasant to process the Eeyore cloud, but you only need a few minutes to process the feeling because emotions only last for 90 seconds in the brain. So really, you just need 90 seconds over and over again to feel safe, to feel your sadness, your anger, your grief, your despair, so that you can move back into truly feeling limitless, confident, powerful, empowered, whatever your feeling is. So step number five to manifesting on your fitness journey is releasing shame. Because shame is the voice in your head that says, it's not possible for you. You can't do it. You always mess things up. You're lazy. You're not capable. You're not smart enough. You don't matter. You're too much. You're insignificant. Who do you think you are to accomplish this goal anyways? You're nobody. Shame is the bully the abuser that lives in our heads, but they're living there rent-free and they're not native to our heads. Shame is not actually something that is normal for us. Shame is something that we were taught as kids because we live in a society that uses shame to control us, right? And this is exactly why it will be my life's mission to take shame out of the fitness industry, Because if you have those thoughts running around in your head, and we all do, because again, we live in a society that weaponizes shame. The fitness industry weaponizes shame, you guys. Because if you don't feel bad about your body, why would you buy the weight loss pill? Why would you buy the diet program? So releasing shame is our path to ending diet culture. Releasing shame is our path to making sure that little girls in elementary school don't look at their thighs like they're problems. And then some of us will choose to go on fitness journeys out of desire because we want to feel strong. We want to get jacked because we want to chase after our kids, climb mountains and run marathons, not because we think that there's something wrong with our bodies. So for me, Releasing shame combined with choosing to feel limitless allows me to do things like <clears throat> singing on the internet uh, in order to advertise a new program. I have not had any formal singing training, right? So that was pretty that was pretty scary for me to do. Uh, releasing shame and feeling limitless allows me to do things like posting about a date that I had on Instagram and the lessons that I learned. All these things I'm not supposed to do that society would tell me is too much. I'm doing because I'm limitless and I choose to feel limitless each and every day because I know that my stories, my song will impact people, right? And 
shame, because it is so ingrained in our society and so ingrained in our heads, it takes reprogramming your brain to release. Okay? So you know another thing that I'm supposed to do? That shame would tell me that I'm not good enough to do? That shame would try to limit me? Is make fucking waves in the fitness industry. Change the status quo. You're not supposed to do that, right? But I've been choosing to be limitless for the last week and a half, so you guys can guess what I'm going to do, eh? You are cordially invited to my free workshop on unshaming emotional eating and self-sabotage. And you guys, I am so fucking excited to teach this workshop because the idea for this workshop actually came to me in a meditation where I was focused on being limitless. And I thought, what would my limitless self do in this workshop and the subsequent six-week program that I'm going to do is what my limitless self would do. So in this workshop, I'm going to teach you what unshaming is and how it can help you to reach your fitness goals faster. You're going to discover how shame shows up on your fitness journey and keeps you stuck in self-sabotage patterns. I'm going to help you shift your perspective on coming from viewing your body as an enemy and something to control to viewing your your body as your partner on this journey that has a deep intelligence to share with you. You're going to learn how cravings can often indicate deeper unmet psychological needs, and you're going to get a taste of how to speak to others about emotional eating without creating shame. And then together, we're all going to experience unshaming your emotional eating or self-sabotage in real time on the Zoom, okay? And then together, we will also create new solutions for the sabotage patterns that work with your body. And so my goal for everyone who attends this workshop, this free workshop, is that you will walk away with more trust in your body and a deeper understanding of what you need to do to reach your fitness goals without shame. So I'm giving you step number five here in a free workshop, okay? And what's more, it's going to be a taste of my brand new six-week beta program on unshaming fitness. I don't even have an official title for it yet, but I've got it all mapped out, everything that we're going to do. This beta is going to be for fitness lifestyle journeyers, so people who don't compete, athletes, and fellow fitness coaches alike who want to release their own shame and make sure that the way that they speak about their bodies, food, and the way that they coach doesn't cause people in their lives, kids, clients, friends, to feel shame. Because shame is a sneaky bugger. And so in the workshop, we will be unshaming our own fitness stories. We'll have daily accountability work on repatterning our brains to release that old pattern. We'll learn how to talk about food and diet stories without creating shame in others. We'll experience repatterning the brain for self-love over shame week after week after week because reprogramming your brain, you guys, is not a one-and-done type thing. We'll learn how to ask questions to unshame fitness coaching. And we'll also learn how to release shame around setting boundaries for your fitness journey. Okay? This program is truly limitless Emily come to life. And I hope to see as many of you at the free workshop as possible. The link to register is going to be in the show notes. And if you're listening in the future, the link to grab the replay will be there too. So that you can still get step number five of releasing shame. And so finally, step number six to manifesting on your fitness journey is 
applying some other fucking strategy here. Okay. This is where the science of nutrition, the science of training and mindset strategy comes in. Because no matter how good you are at step number one through five, if you put yourself on a starvation 1200 calorie diet, if you're doing 75 hard, a keto diet, a meal plan, or something similar, you're setting yourself up for a rebound. If you're not reverse dieting, you're setting yourself up for a rebound. If you're going through macro tracking without any plan to move back into mindful eating, you're setting yourself up for a rebound. So apply strategy to steps number one through five. Apply strategy for your goals, right? Just like I'm not just launching this workshop with Limitless Emily without any strategy in mind. No, I'm making a sales page. I'm sending emails out to my email list. I'm posting on social media about it. I'm talking about it on the podcast. I am applying strategy to my limitlessness and my limitless actions. So for your fitness journey, you want to apply strategy to your actions. So I mean, the easiest solution is to hire a coach who has the results that you want. It's as simple as that. I have a coach who is teaching me how to be limitless, okay? And especially if you hire a fitness coach who will keep your mindset on right and notice when you slip back into shame thinking, when you have a coach who knows when you are motivating yourself with fear or pain instead of your desired feelings. We had our check-in call last night in MacroMind and there was a, a client that I had who said that she wanted to stop drinking because she didn't like how she felt the next day. And so I had her reframe, okay, well, you don't like how you feel. That is motivating yourself with the pain of how you feel the day after you drink. How can we re-motivate yourself with desire? How do you want to feel the day after you drink? And this has been a client who's been with me for months, right? Because shame is sneaky. Motivating yourself with pain is something that we are wired for. It takes work to re-motivate yourself with desire. It takes someone noticing when you aren't motivating yourself with desire, okay? And hire a coach who's going to notice when you're compartmentalized. I had to tell three different clients last night in our call to go do our somatic embodiment exercise because they were like emotionally frozen. Well, it was a hard week for the girls on my team. They had parents saying awful things to them. They had dogs ending up in hospitals. They had, you know, after spring break, going back to work and kind of dreading it type of deal. Emotionally frozen, okay? Which, you know, would be normal after any of those situations. So I notice that and I get to direct them to doing the activities that are going to help them on their fitness journey, Okay, That is me applying the strategy for my clients so they don't have to remember all the strategies themselves. And then, you know, go ahead and check out my recipe blog as well for nutrition tips and all the delicious recipes, myogifit.com. And guys, for goodness sakes, come to the free workshop to learn the unshaming strategy, the strategy for step number five to this. I cannot wait to see as many of you there on the workshop live as possible. It is truly going to be a different energy if you are able to come live. But if not, if you're listening to this in the future, be sure to grab the replay. And I can't wait to see you guys crush your goals. Tag me in this. Spread this podcast if this podcast has impacted you in some way please consider leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts so I can reach more people. Please consider sharing this with a friend who needs to hear it. Please consider sharing this podcast on your stories so that way it can reach more and more people. And you, in a way, will be helping me to be limitless, to create the impact that I want to create in the world. So thank you. All right, guys, get out there, do all the strong girl shit, lift some heavy weights, 
And remember, remember, remember just how powerful and just how innately magical you already are. Thanks for listening to another episode of Witchy Wellness with M. I'm on a mission to change the game with health and fitness coaching through adding in all of this mindset work you hear on the podcast. So if you love the show, please help me out by leaving a review. Remember, mindset alone won't get you to your goals, but when you combine it with action and strategy, you're limitless.